0: Welcome to Deleted Saves, on this episode, Hunter the Reckoning Wayward, on PlayStation 2. I've spoken before on the show about video games based on tabletop role-playing games, usually in the Dungeons & Dragons franchise universe. Today I will be discussing a game based on another game setting, one that deals with dark fantasy in the modern day. The topic for today is 2003's Hunter the Reckoning Wayward. This is going to be a bit of an odd review, because this is a sequel to a game I have not yet addressed. But to give you the Cliff's Notes version, White Wolf, the company responsible for games like Vampire the Masquerade and the larger world of Darkness Metaverse, were trying hard to get into the video game sphere by licensing their more viable properties as digital entertainment. I've already covered the PC release of Vampire the Masquerade Redemption, and many have heard of its spiritual successor, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. But the World of Darkness brand covers all the famous monsters of Hollywood, like werewolves, mummies, ghosts, and golems. Yet none of those have really lent themselves to digital conversion. However, with Hunter, the players take on the role of everyday humans who have realized that the whole fabric of society is a lie, and the world is run by those very supernatural groups, using humans as pawns and snacks. The realization comes not from vigilance, but from some outside force tearing away the veil vampires have woven over life to hide, and said force gives you the magic powers to deal with it. So why am I talking about the sequel first? In short, because the release schedule for this game series is fucked up. There are three hunter games that tell a loosely connected narrative in which the same group of four to five hunters hunts various monster of the week across about a decade of time. The first game was released on the original Xbox and Nintendo GameCube. The sequel was on PlayStation 2. And the third game was an Xbox exclusive. So, good plan, guys? I'm kidding, of course. You done fucked up. And since we are here on the PlayStation 2 period, well, here we are. Well, the last PlayStation 2 game I'm going to highlight is a single episode. What a game to go out on. But Hunter is a one-to-two-player, top-down brawler, sort of, anyway, where your selected characters make their way through the damned town full of zombies, vampires, a werewolf, living machines, and ghosts. Each character has different weapons, firearms primarily, and different magic skills, and gain experience to level up, emulating the tabletop game. The plot is that the heroes of the previous game are called back to the town that they supposedly saved only to find that a cult has taken over the Ashcroft prison, where the trouble began a few years earlier, and they are trying to revive the vampire cult that controlled the prison for fun and profit. And, of course, taking over the world, which, when the game is part of the world of darkness, that shit goes without saying. There is some convoluted, wibbly-wobbly, biblical stuff going on in the background. The White Wolf writers really did like to play at being smarter than the average bear by using a lot of archaic latin words and biblical terminology mixed with occult cult shenanigans and eventually the hunters delve into some sort of dark mirror reality to topple the head of the cult who has angered ghosts from the previous game and really the hunters are the only there to shoot their guns at the bad lady running the show until the g- she gives up and they go home because ghosts can't hold guns the main problem with wayward is that it continues a story that was started on a separate game console with a lot more lore from the tabletop role playing game system that most people are not familiar with. The character designs and animations were very late 90s slash early 2000s in aesthetic. Real, in your face, rude, but somehow still pop punk slash Mulgoth. The kind of like turning the members of My Chemical Romance into vampire hunters. Releasing the sequel to a previous title on the most popular game console of the early to mid 2000s was a great move. But the developers, or license holders, never ported the previous title over to help tell the story, and certainly did not include any of the lexicon of what the fuck the characters are talking about or even referencing. And it was coming from the writers of a tabletop game that was trying to rival D&D, by that time owned by the same people who made the Magic of the Gathering card game, and D&D was quickly rising to be the 800-pound gorilla in the game room. Wayward didn't stand much of a chance in that way which is also what happened when critics got a hold of the game. Wayward was not well-liked, receiving middling reviews at best, mainly criticized for reusing assets like the same battle arenas over and over, and revisiting the same areas again and again, as well as only having two-player co-op where the previous game had four. The visuals were muddy, and for most of the game, meant uh, to be slaughtering scary monsters was not very impressive or frightening, looking like a bad port of Gauntlet, but with guns. And if you've been wondering what a wayward is or why it's important, well, hell if I know. One of the characters that joins your team midway through the game claims to be a heretical sect of Hunter called the wayward, which would be like the TV show character Dexter the serial killer in a monster movie, but focusing on torturing monsters instead of people. Which tells us nothing, because even the actual books of the game that it is based on tell us nothing about this type of playable character class, other than saying to the game master that it's an option if you want a gritty game. Believe me, I checked. But for what it is, Wayward can be fun. It is a great turn-your-brain-off-and-kill-monsters type of game, by yourself or with one other player. Great game for couples, roommates, or for those of you with only one friend. Or maybe frenemies, if that's your thing. It harkens back to those old quarter-munching arcade games of yesteryear yet with the comforts of being home and not losing any more money than what you spent on the game itself. It is hokey, cartoonish in both villains and anti-heroes, and a way like playing a hammer Hammer Horror film. Hunter the Reckoning Wayward could easily have been a We Need to Talk episode, but to be honest, I enjoyed it too much for that. Just don't try to think too hard about the plot, or references or what may have happened in the previous game that is affecting what you are playing now. Or anything, really. The tabletop game this video game sequel was developed from was just a long con by a bunch of lonely, overeducated, homely guys trying to score with goth chicks at Gen Con, after all. Just shoot the digital monsters and go on with your life. Your vampire overlords like it that way. Thank you for listening.